Welcome to the Rich Bitch Show. I'm your host, Candice Lee, a soulful multi-six-figure business mentor helping you create next-level wealth and alignment in your life and business. I believe that having a high-quality business that delivers high-quality results will feed a life and future of wealth, health, happiness, and abundance from wherever you want in the world. I'm here every week to help you vibe higher, reclaim your power, and create the reality and wealth that you truly desire. So let's get started. Welcome back. I am so excited to talk about today's topic. I mentioned this in my Instagram stories, I don't know, maybe a week ago, that I really wanted to start talking about this and bringing this story to the podcast. And so many of you were like, yes, 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 you have to do this. I cannot wait to hear about it. And here we are. We're going to talk about it. So as usual, it's just me and you here. I don't love scripts. I don't love rules. And I don't love having to make sure this goes perfectly. So if you guys are new to the podcast, hello, I am Candice Lee. I literally love breaking the rules and doing things differently and love giving you permission and showing you how to do so yourself. So that being said, today, I just wanted to sit down and talk about the journey of retiring my man at 30. Seems so unreal still as I'm like, (laughs) hands on my eyes here. It's crazy to me. It's crazy, but also beautiful, impossible. What's available to you in a short period of time. So I want to backtrack and I want to kind of bring you through the thought process, the conversations, um, the practical, the energetics, all the things that happened and took place in our specific situation to retire him and bring him out of his business. So for those of you that don't know and don't follow stories or weren't kind of following in that time frame this summer when this fully manifested, um, Brian ran his own in-person mechanic shop where he had his own niche and specialties for the last, like, I don't even know, four or five years. Um, so this, I mean, it was still a beautiful reality, right? We both had our own businesses. We have for many, many years now. And we still had freedom, right? He was able to book jobs accordingly. He was very specific about the work he did. Everything he did really lit him up. Um, We had a very healthy reality is a good way to look at it. So what I mean here is, you know, he wasn't going to a nine to five that he hated. I feel like there would have been even more motivation behind us if so. Um, What happened was things slowly shifted out of alignment would be the most ideal way to phrase this. So let's go back to like one year into my online business and things started to really escalate quickly and growth was really happening. I was having a ton of fun. I was booked out. We had wait lists going. Um, it was really fun. I was capped for time though. Right. So this is when I was operating more of like the generic coaching model. I was living on one-to-one calls. Um, I was charging lower tickets. Um, trying to think. My energetic boundaries were definitely not as strong. I was growing and learning, right? And this led us to a lot of conversations, like just the two of us. So what we call these are like talking manifestation chats because it's like 
we chat through the manifestation that we want to take place. We're talking about how we want this to look and feel. Um, and we do this a lot while we go on what we call manifestation drives, where we're just like talking about it. What will it be like? What will it feel like? Why do we want that? How, you know, how do we want that to take place? Um, and as both of us being self-projected projectors when it comes to human design and specific manifestors, this has been huge for us, for our relationship, for all the things that have taken place in the last nine months. Like I cannot even wrap my mind around the things that continue to unfold for us so beautifully and so effortlessly. So this led us to just a ton of conversations, right? Of like, how are things going to look? You know, I think at this point I would probably make it like maybe 8K a month, between five and 8K when we started to really talk about it. I was like, this is growing. Like this is possible. What, you know, what do we want this to look like? And for the first little while, it was just like, that's amazing. Like, let's just travel more. Let's pick up the kids and let's go do what we want, right? So we started to do that, right? We started to travel more, pick up and go away for, you know, a couple weeks, a month at a time. Um, then it got to the point where we realized like, okay, you know, we're outgrowing the space we're in, which was our current home at the time. So we sold that home and we bought our brand new home. And within, I think like a month of moving in, we had picked up and we had left for a couple months. And this is when we started to travel for longer periods of time. Right. So that was like the next step was like, let's, let's really test the waters here. Let's really play with what this would look like in our reality. So last winter is when it really hit us. So again, we just continue to have conversations in the meantime. Um, I had never wanted to force him into anything. To me, if he wanted to keep running the shop as long as he wanted, that's cool, right? Um, I really believe that everybody should have alignment and fulfillment and joy in their lives. And I feel like that is just like a huge pillar to living a high quality life, which is something that we're very, very passionate about helping our clients create, right? So that being said, we're like, let's test the waters. Let's really do this. So we went away um, and we got into a really awesome like, homeschool routine, work routine for mommy, you know, daddy and the kiddos would spend the mornings together. I would join them in the afternoons and we would go do our family stuff. And we got into a really awesome flow, right? So I could take care of the business, serve clients, do all the things, um, Monday to Thursday in the mornings and do family life and freedom as much as we wanted in the afternoons and the weekends. And it was so incredible. It was so <laughs> incredible. Um, that being said, it was very interesting. Just the more I reflect, it's, it was really interesting because this was the winter of 2020 going into 2021. So smack dab in the middle of this pandemic. And this wasn't something that everybody was doing, right? We got a lot of comments, let's call it. We got a lot of other people's fears projected upon us. We had a lot of like, holy smokes, you guys are actually doing this. So many mixed feedback. And I mean, we are definitely the rule breakers, let's call it, you know, not in a bad way, but we were totally okay. And we knew that this was our next best step and that this is where we felt the most aligned, actually safe and free, actually free. Um, so we continue to embrace it. Um, and this was actually the time frame. So it was January. We left home in Ontario, Canada in December. And it was like end of January that I was like, okay, I am determined to change the way I'm doing business so that I can teach others how to do business differently. That being said, I had been in online for like what, two years. And I was starting to really see trends of 
such burnout, okay? And now clients were starting to resent their businesses or not sure how they would possibly scale because they had nothing left to give. Their clients weren't really thriving and getting the highest quality results that they possibly could. And I knew what I wanted from my clients, right? So that's when I had, Brian and I had sat down. We're like, okay, you know, how do we want this to look? What makes the most sense? How can we help other coaches thrive? How can we make sure we're thriving so that we can bring the best to them? So on and so forth. And that was when I hired a mentor. So we were away and I dropped 10K, paid in full, for my first mentor of 2021. And it was so incredible because it was time for me to literally dissect how I wanted things to go, really implement implement a model that made sense and a model that could truly help coaches thrive while working less and help clients get deeper faster results, which to me was huge because, I mean, sit with us for a second, because if you look around the online coaching space, especially if you are a coach, you know, for a fact, like everybody is jumping into these programs or mentorships and everything's drawn out, right? Everything is so like slow. It's like, okay, can we get to the good stuff, right? Like where is the good stuff? And that's not needed as much as everyone seems to think it's needed it's not in order to get clients faster results and I'm going to save that for a whole nother topic because I think it'll be really affirming for those of you that are feeling called to do things differently and it'll give you some really good insight and ways to start doing that in your business so definitely keep your eyes out for that but that was the biggest thing was like we need to shift the way that the coaches are operating and the way that we're operating so that we can serve them even more serve them better and get some time back right that's the whole reason you've created a business, right? Is to do life on your terms. And that's what we did. So I think it was, you know, end of January and I was pretty much done putting that into place. And that's what we had come to call the thriving coach model, um, which is the business model that we implement into our coaches businesses. That is really nice and inter, I don't want to say that, um, customizable for the way that they want to deliver their experiences to their clients. Again, alignment being so important for the sake of joy and high quality um, from the standpoint of the coach and the mentor, right? So that being said, when we left um, Ontario, I think I was making like, I don't know, let's say anywhere between nine and 13,000 a month, right? but I was capped. Like that was, that was the limit. That was the highest I could go, which is still a really beautiful income. Okay. Really beautiful. But I knew that there was more, right. And maybe it's my projector self, but I totally knew that there was so much more and I could really see the way I wanted to shape my reality and what that could mean for the clients coming into my world. So that's kind of when that embarked. So as this was all unfolding behind the scenes, um, and we were helping clients integrate this, signing on new clients, really changing the way I was operating, changing my workflow, all the things that we now teach clients and do still to this day in our business, Brian and I had started to really practice our manifestation drive. So let's say, you know, it's a rainy day in Florida. We all need out. We would load up the kids. We'd go get like a tree or like smoothies or something and we would just drive and we would go sightseeing or we would go drive a different route see some cool things um and we would just chat right what's next for us what do we really desire what does it mean to desire that and then it started to get to the point where we really didn't want to come home and that led us to different conversations like brian being ready to join me 
and Brian talking about, you know, how about like, let's have a, a, a goal, right? This little milestone mark where we know once we hit that milestone consistently, then I will come into the business. And at the time it was a $15,000. So if the business itself brought in $15,000 for three months, he's like, yes, like it's go time. It would be ridiculous not to, right? So keep in mind, this is all happening while we're in Florida in the middle of a pandemic. And while I had just invested a really good chunk of money to make this reality happen. Again, I want to phrase this so that you guys are understanding the importance of investing in yourself. I didn't invest being like, oh, like I'm because I invested, I know I'm going to succeed. I invested to have my own back. I invested to make sure that somebody else has my back too, right? That I'm being guided and supported, that I have a sounding board, that I'm being led and that I can lead myself through this next quantum leap that I was about to enter. Little did I know. (laughs) So we had decided it was 15K months. So I had that plastered everywhere. (laughs) Like it was in the truck. It was on my bookmarks. It was on the fridge. It was on the bathroom mirrors. It was in the bedroom. Oh my gosh. It was everywhere, everywhere we went. Right. And Brian being very new to manifestation, I wasn't like forcing this on him. I just said, you know, if this is the next step for us, I feel like it's really important that we work together on feeling this. And that's really all I asked of him. Right. I'm not someone that would force or push anything because again, it would just create misalignment. So he was like, okay, like I can handle that. Right. What I found the most supportive, again, I want to bring it back to is the talking it out. Like actually just like talking, being, allowing yourself to smile while you talk about it and truly feel it happening. So that being said, January, 2021 closed out at a $32,000 month, (laughs) 32,000. Okay. After being stuck and capped at 13. So we both looked at each other and had like a holy shit moment, (laughs) obviously. And I remember we were actually at like a really, really cool park and the kids were running around and playing and we were chasing them and whatever. And then we just like sat there for a minute or stood there, sorry, for a minute talking. It was like, we don't have to go home. We don't, (laughs) this just changed everything, right? Everything. So it's like, let's take a beach day. Let's do this. Let's do that. And really got into the feeling of like, holy smokes what does this mean for us? Like, what does this actually mean for us? And it just felt so freeing, right? Like, yes, January, I'm not going to lie. There was a ton of work that went on behind the scenes with myself, like working on the business, implementing the model, making our new curriculum, my own, (laughs) my own energy work, really allowing myself to lead myself through this next phase, being available for this type of money to enter my bank account. And what had happened in the meantime was I ended up scratching the 15,000 and I started writing 30 everywhere. And that was maybe, maybe you guys, 10 days before we found out what the month end was, maybe 10 days. And we had switched out the 15 for 30. Cause I was like, you know what, if we're going to do this, like I'm doing this 15 doesn't feel like very much because I had been capped just below that for so long. Um, I really was ready and craving like a, a quantum leap, so to speak, right? I was finally ready for it. And I think it's because I had given myself an opportunity to know that I deserve it, that I was worthy of it, and that I had the space for it, right? So again, I just want to confirm and go back. If you are feeling stuck right now in your reality, in your life, in your business, capped on an income, capped at the way you're doing business, and you know it's not the way you want to be doing it, the best thing you can do for yourself is figure out who you want to lead you through that 
and invest in yourself. Okay. Give yourself a chance to acknowledge and see how worthy you are of being supported. Right? Like just even thinking about it, how good does that feel? Right? Allow yourself to choose a different route and do things differently. Allow yourself to do what you know you need to do, but you're denying because it feels uncomfortable or you don't know what the outcome may look like. Because let me tell you, I know that feeling very well, but I've also gotten very good at just walking past that feeling and carrying it with me until it, you know, decides to become comfortable. So I feel like it's very important to just like touch on that because that was a huge piece of the work I had to work through, right? So that being said, we got to the point where the 30K had happened. Now February was coming. We were halfway into February and maybe 10 days in and we had already hit the $21,000 mark, (laughs) okay? Not even halfway in, $21,000 in February. And that's when things really started to feel real. They really started to shift. I started to really see what was possible for the company and the business, especially while having that extra support in that space. Like, meaning I knew that Brian was there. I knew that Brian had my back. I knew that, you know, the kids were having fun and well taken care of when I wasn't with them in the mornings. Everything felt so good and so aligned and everybody was happy and thriving, right? So long story short, (laughs) we obviously celebrated. We were in awe. We were just, there's so many feelings. And to be totally honest with you, a lot of it still didn't feel real. Okay. As you can imagine. So that's when things took a really big turn. Um, I don't want to say unfortunately, but in the moment it felt very unfortunate (laughs) and some things given the pandemic and all these things were shifting. And for us to come back into Canada, we were going to have to be tested and all this other stuff. And it wasn't something that I was available to subject my kids to at the time. It didn't feel right to me. And I mean, it was also new too. So it was a little more intimidating, let's call it right. So we, within 24 hours of them announcing that we packed up, we loaded the truck and we hit the road um, so that we could be back before that, which is the beautiful thing of freedom. (laughs) And just what what you do as a parent, right? And it's what felt best, even though we spent most of the drive home crying. (laughs) So it was very emotional. It was very hard. Um, It was almost like, how do I want to, like time was like freezing. Like it just felt like, what is, like, is this a scary movie? Like what is going on, right? Like we, everything was so good and we really, we weren't ready to come home. I guess that's the best way to put it. It's we just simply weren't ready, um, but it was happening. And it was for the greater good of us and just knowing that we did what felt right in the moment for our children. So we traveled home, which meant a lot of talking, 24 hours in a vehicle of talking and being and experiencing and celebrating and acknowledging and just so much good energy um, despite the reality we came home and we had to, at the time, do a two-week quarantine. So again, this was like, well, almost a year ago now, right? So we had to come home. You go into a two-week quarantine. So that meant we were in the house. We got to really talk about what things were going to look like. We really got to spend a lot of hands-on time with the kids and just like being and living and enjoying our home since we had just bought it before we left, getting settled in our home. Um, and we had made the decision that we are going to finish our basement. We are going to do the landscaping and the fence because again, like nothing had been finished. Right. And 
that we had the ability to do so. And that felt really empowering to know that we just got to make these decisions and then do it. So we hired some help um, and Brian got really busy on the house. And I think it was within, probably within that first month of us being home, he went back to the shop, you know, as things got opened back up and whatnot else, because Canada still was in lockdown as well, or Ontario was at least. And anyway, so as he started going back into the shop a little bit and doing this, doing that, it wasn't long before I remember getting a text and he's just like, my heart is not here. <laughs> like, this is wild. Like what happened? Why am, why is my heart not here? Right. And that's, that was the big moment. That was the big pivot. That was the big leap, right? It wasn't the money. It wasn't the trip. It was what the trip represented for us. It was what that freedom represented for us. It was what that freedom gave us, right? And it's what gave, it gave our family, right? Like we all got to spend that time as a family, running two businesses and raising two children in a pandemic was not <laughs> and is not easy. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of you listening that can really understand that. And it was really beautiful to just have the freedom to be a family and do what we want and feel safe and feel supported, so to speak, right? So we had a conversation that night and basically had decided like, yeah, it's happening. Like, this is silly, right? Why, why even feed into this? If it doesn't feel good, we can let that go. Um, and of course, like if he ever changed his mind or his heart ever felt called to go back or open up another shop, that's a possibility, right? Like that's absolutely fine. That's the whole, the whole point in freedom and being able to pivot whenever you freaking please, because that's what we wanted. Really, ultimately, our biggest value was quality and freedom, right? And mixed in with that is obviously ownership, right? So taking ownership for what it is that you truly desire and allowing yourself to lead yourself. Um, so that looked really messy for a little bit. There was a couple months where we had our yard ripped up. We were getting a fence. Our basement was being finished. Brian was trying to sell a lot of, and clean up the shop. And just like, we went through so many dumpster bins of years worth of stuff in that shop. Um, and you know, starting to inform customers and whatnot else. It was a busy spring, a busy, busy spring, but so beautiful because we are every day reminded with the freedom that we have and the ability that we have to choose this new reality, right? So we really allowed this to be a transitional period would be a really good way to word this. We really actually allowed this to be a season of change because it was also a lot of change that the people around us weren't willing to understand, weren't ready to understand. I don't think they even desired to understand there was a lot of judgment around us. There was a lot of, a lot of <laughs> mixed energy being brought into our reality, which we didn't desire and we weren't honestly available for. So this looked like a lot of boundaries, a lot of boundaries, <laughs> a lot, a lot. And we literally kind of just created our own little reality bubble and stayed within it and kept those that were understanding and supportive really close to us and let it be. <laughs> so as you can imagine, and as you may be experiencing, you can't hold back on what you desire out of the fear of judgment of someone else, right? People are going to work through their own energy, their own traumas, their own belief stories, 
on their own terms. It's not up to you to help them work through it so that they give you the A-okay to do what you bloody want, okay? So again, boundaries are really, really important because it's to protect you, but to also give them space to work through whatever it is that they need to work through, um, whether they realize it yet or not. It's not your it's not your responsibility, okay? So again, I just feel like these little, little messages are really important to throw in here because I don't ever want someone to watch my life and be like, damn, she's got it so good or she's so lucky because if you only knew the work that was required mentally and energetically to get where I am and to get where we are as a family and a unit, um, it's not easy and it was not handed to me on a silver platter and it took a lot of alignment and realigning and ownership and responsibility and uncomfortable choices, okay? So... That being said, we closed the shop officially as of September. Um, it was empty and everything was, yeah, ready. Brian started bringing, like, obviously the things he wanted to keep home. He loves to tinker. We've got, you know, an abundance of vehicles. So it's just his thing, right? And I never, ever want him to, like, lose that. And it's something that the kids also know daddy does, right? So it'll be neat to see how this all unfolds and as he finds little things to use as a hobby now, right? Like he gets to tinker when he wants. It gets to be a hobby that fulfills him. I think it's really important that we all still carry the value of fulfillment in our life. Um, it's really, really important for your quality of life and you as a being. Um, so as that happened, we kind of started transitioning to like, okay, him helping me in the mornings or him helping me, you know, midday whenever I wasn't on calls. Um, he did have to go through my entire curriculum. I was like, listen, if we're doing this, you know, I think it's best that you really kind of get deep into how I, we teach, you know, what we say to clients, what we suggest for clients, the way that we implement the model and marketing strategies and support our clients. So he did have to get dirty a little bit <laughs> in this new online world and get himself comfortable and ask me questions and really be with this. And now it honestly just feels like a dream. Like we both get to get up with the kids in the morning if we both want to take them to school or if he's going to take them to school and I'll do my own little morning routine or jump on a client call or whatever it is. We have that ability and the kids absolutely love seeing us both at pickup and coming home and having us both home to help make dinner together and play with them and do all the family things. And it's so incredible so incredible. It has been worth every ounce of discomfort and tears <laughs> and pivoting and transition um, and stress. It's been worth absolutely every bit of it because this is a reality that three years ago we would have never even thought to imagine, truthfully, right? We played with the idea. We talked about it. I'm sure everybody does or people like us at least. <laughs> and it's not something I actually seen happening right? I had spent so long stuck, capped, burning out. Um, it feels so beautiful to be in the reality that we are now. So that being said, Brian is getting more and more comfortable with different tasks in the business. It was really important for me to kind of let him play, right? I didn't ever, again, you guys are probably catching on to the drift. I don't ever want to tell somebody to do something that they don't want to do because I'm not the type of person that's going to go and do that. <laughs> so it was important for me to let him play and see what he likes doing, seeing what he's enjoying doing, 
um, practice a few things, honestly, just like support me on the back end and support me in our life. That does wonders as a, like me running the business, being the CEO, being the mentor and being a projector. It's really important that energetically I'm supporting myself and having him here to support me in supporting myself has been huge just on its own. Right. And helping him, like having him here to finish the basement and do these little things that we want finished right now that winter is approaching again, right? We ended up, we got the fence, that basement is almost finished. We have to do our little bathroom project and it's done. And then we can figure out our next, what our next adventure looks like, but it's been really incredible. So this past weekend, we actually went away to, um, one hotels. If you guys have never stayed at a one hotels, please look up your nearest one hotels and make that like your next celebration spot for whatever it is that you can think of that means something to you. It was such a beautiful experience. I absolutely loved, loved their mission behind it. It was so incredible. I highly, highly recommend it. So anyways, we went to the city. So we went into Toronto and we stayed at one hotels for the weekend to celebrate not 300, $300,000 in nine months of revenue cash into the business. Um, so it does not include payments that are still going to be coming or anything like that. So it felt so surreal to just be us. My mom came, she stayed with the pup and the kiddos and like, it was just so crazy to be sitting there and reflecting on the last nine months and the conversations that we had last January and February and to be like, we effing did it. <laughs> like here we are. Right. And the whole reason I'm now like so devoted to sharing more of this and like really bringing you into our world is because I want you to know, to see, and to feel how possible this is for you, right? I want you to know that I've literally been where you are. It means so much to me to be able to allow myself to stop worrying so much about triggering others or making others feel uncomfortable around me because they don't understand our success or they don't understand what we do or they haven't taken the time to try. And I'm now just owning, I'm fully embodying my ownership value, which feels so damn good. Oh my gosh. So that being said, if you have been wanting to do things differently, craving a different reality within your life and your business. You've been watching the way that we operate, support our clients, help our clients and change our clients' realities. I highly encourage you to fill out the applications. I will link them below. We have a private mentorship application and a mentorship for Freedom Coach Academy, which is our one-to-one -one hybrid experience um, where people are, clients are coming in and turning their vision into a reality, a six-figure plus business understanding how to scale it, how to operate it, how to implement the business model, how to market themselves while having one-on-one -on -one support from our success coaches and myself um, inside this container. It is so beautiful. Clients are coming in doing such magical things, bringing to light so many things, learning how to reprogram themselves as CEOs, which I think is like the most important step. And then bringing that forward into their world, right? Truly attracting with ease. And it's just been so incredible to watch and to support along the way. So that being said, I'll put both applications below. And if you have not been in my world yet, you have not received a free training yet, I want to encourage you to join us for our free training. It is called Becoming Soulfully Rich. I am hosting this on November the 10th at 11 a.m. Eastern. So once you 
um, register for it. I will put the register link below in the show notes. Once you register, you'll get an email that will direct you to the hosting. So which Facebook group we're going to host this in. And this will make sure that you get the homework prompt. So everything that I do, you guys know, comes with prompts so you can make sure that you are integrating the energetics and really positioning yourself well through whatever it is that we are working through on that given training. So again, if you have not registered yet, I highly encourage it. There will be a replay. I'll make sure that everybody gets a kind of a little reminder once that replay is available, but it is going to be so good. It's absolutely free. And I think it's a great way for you to start to bring this awareness forward, start to give yourself this permission to do things differently, to truly enjoy the reality that you are building and creating for yourself. So again, if you're listening, please share on your stories. Please let me know you're here with me. Um, I try really hard to keep these at the 30 minute mark or below. So again, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. It means the world to have you on this journey with us. Okay, future millionaires, thanks for hanging out with me in today's episode. I cannot wait to hear your takeaways from it. If you haven't yet, take a quick screenshot and share this to your stories. Tag me so I can shout you out for elevating and showing up for yourself. I want you to remember you were born deserving of a wealthy life and now it's time to create it.